Hello, everybody. This is the Happy Work Environment, the podcast. And with you is your host, Lana Maher, co-hosting with David Andrew. And for today's episode, we are going to be talking about change and transformation. What is the difference between them? And how can we apply them in our mindset, in our thinking, in our lives, and in our organization? Hello, David. Great to have our seventh podcast today. Thank How you, are you Anna. Feeling? I'm feeling awesome um, in the UK and the weather is cold, but we got a bit of sunshine. So it's all looking good. Thank you. It is cold here in Luxembourg too. And I'm very excited for our conversation today. And I say it's a conversation because we are going to be talking about change and the meaning of change and we're going to be talking about transformation and the meaning of transformation and why is it important to know the meaning of these words and how do they apply in our lives and and at work professionally now why are we bringing this topic it's because once upon a time very recently i was meditating and then this question just popped in my mind change versus transformation, what is the difference? And since we are coaches first, we love words and we empower ourselves with the words that, are, that we use. We empower our mindset with the words that we use and our actions. And that's why it's very important for us to really dig deep into the meanings of words. And when we want to talk about words like change and transformation, these are very powerful words because we love new things. We love to feel new. We love to feel fresh. We love to buy new things, try out new things, have different types of foods, have different types of clothes, have different types of tasks at work things that will make us feel energized. So David, what are your thoughts on change and transformation? For me, change is to change into something. Like I've changed my clothes, right? Just basically. I was wearing a white shirt. I'm wearing a blue shirt now. That's a change of shirt. However, then I had a matching trouser or shoes or whatever. So it's making me look different from what you saw me. That's a very basic, organic, simple thing. And we do that every single day. But if you dig a little bit deeper, because you said, Lana, we are coaches and we like to look into words and dig deeper into it. So if I applied the word change to me, I need to change a few things in my life, right? In order for this and this to happen. So I will look at what time I get up in the morning. If I'm getting to work every late, so I need to change the timing. Uh, maybe I need to catch a bus or train at a specific. So I'm going to change a few things to get to where I want. So those are different kind of changes, but it's a change and you'll see a difference because you're making a change. On a professional level, the same principle applies. When an organization is struggling with certain things, they say, you know what, let's change a few of our processes. Let's change a few of the things to have this particular outcome. 
So I've seen that as well. So you can apply the word change for a quick difference, to see a quick difference into something. Whereas transformation is a big, deeper work. I mean, the, let me give you a quick analogy, which everybody's very familiar with. Like a caterpillar has to go through a process and days and months, I don't know how long, to become into a butterfly. And we know that butterfly will never, ever become a caterpillar again, right? So that's a transformation. It's very difficult to return back. That's just one example. And uh, the principle of transformation is long, deep, from inside out. Change is to fix things, to rearrange, to restructure, to do things like that. So they both have their places. And I suppose we need both in some respect for a business to operate. Yes. Like what I'm hearing is that transformation is a whole paradigm shift. And with change, it's more of fixing and improving. Just by saying that, like fixing and improving, it means like we want to fix and improve something in the past and make it better and make it stronger and make it fitter or whatever uh, er that we would have and add on to it. And when we look at paradigm shift, it means that a whole transformation and creating something completely novel, completely new, and it works towards the future that we're not looking at the past to make it uh, better, but we are taking the components that we have changing them fully in order for it to be something completely, completely new. Now, when you talked about change, David, like changing your clothes, for me, when, when I hear that, it's like you can change back. It's like I changed my clothes today from white to blue, and the next day I can change back to white. So yes. there is a process of going back to the past in a sense. And that's there. I can apply that in a sense or give an example in terms of weight loss, where a lot of people, let's say, uh, struggle with their weight or they're trying to achieve a certain weight and they're trying to change the way they eat. They're trying to change their habits and they do well for some time, but then go back, relapse because there wasn't a paradigm shift from within them. The reason why they're eating so much or why they don't want to move uh, and, or cannot move as much as they want to, mm. that there is that shift that needs to be inside of them. Like you said, it's something intrinsic in order for these changes to be long lasting. So I feel we can say that transformation is like a long-lasting change in a sense. How does that sound to you? I think, I think you're, so when is change good and it stays that way, whereas transformation is, as you said, butterfly, I said, would not go back to caterpillar. There'll be more caterpillars turning into butterfly. Sometimes that can happen to individuals. I mean, I could say that I am a transformed human being. Uh, people who knew me for the last 35 years, at least in the UK, they've seen my life literally transformed before their very eyes. 
Now, some of the things that I changed became solidified for a good reason that helped me to transform because they helped me. They were helpers because I was changing habits. I was doing things. I was becoming more disciplined, more sort of structured with my lifestyle, eating healthy food and all the rest of it. So the work was small changes, but the purpose was that I did not want to be the same miserable guy who's to get angry and frustrated and shout and scream and, uh, you know, short-tempered and all that kind of stuff, right? Maybe age also played a part. Maybe my friends played a part. Maybe the relationships I did and I changed and our friends that I made all helped me to transform, which I believe, to the person that I'm today. And I think many people, many of our listeners out there might have a similar story, which we would love to hear about from you, right? Because your stories are very, very powerful. And I think transformation is there for a good reason. And it's very difficult to go back there because transformation is a pain as well. It takes a lot of pain, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of things, right? So you really, you know, what's the point going back and then starting all over again? Yeah, you're, you're changing your whole skin, in the sense, like it's you, you're transforming into something really new. So how can you go back? Like the like you said, the butterfly cannot go back to becoming a caterpillar. But no. The caterpillar had to go through a series of multiple changes in order for its whole body to transform. It went into a cocoon. And yes, sometimes us as human beings, when we're going through a transformational process, like you said, that it is somewhat challenging that we enter into a cocoon phase. And for some people might feel like it is maybe a dark place or a scary place, but it's actually, this is a transformation phase, you know, that you are really doing these, all of these small little changes in everything. You're doing changes in the way you think. You do changes in the way you speak, the way you act, the way you sleep, what you read, who you talk to, who you're with. Um, you do so many little tiny changes here and there that you're creating this big shift. Mm. Lana, if I can quickly say, uh, uh, why did I want to be transformed? what was wrong before that I wanted to transform, right? Because you have to have a reason to transform into something. Uh, and as humans, we can only talk a lot about a human experience. Uh, and uh, the word transformation never came into my mind before because change was the word that was used everywhere. Every Even as a kid, I never heard the word transformation it was too long to say and big to spell so change change your clothes change your shoes change your time everything will change 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 and although the word transformation and change might cross over and it's working i wanted to transform because i was not the person that i liked i did not like the person that i was and i found things that Quick fixes weren't going to help me. It needed to have some really permanent. So I wanted something that has got a longer lasting effect in my life. And hence, I began to make those little changes 
to enjoy, enjoy a transformational life. It's almost like coming from darkness into light. Like, I don't know if you've flown Atlantics and, you know, you're going and then one side is all dark and suddenly, you know, you're flying into a different time zone. It looks brighter. That part, I absolutely love it. You know, when you're actually in, in the plane and you can just see there's a dark and then you're suddenly coming into the light. Mm-hmm. Transformation might feel just like that emotionally and physically and psychologically and spiritually and mentally that's how you begin to feel it's a new life basically and transformation and change like you said they're very interlinked uh, and they're very similar words but there are some differences there and that's what we want to hone on are these differences there and learn how to practice these differences in our lives and at work now speaking about change versus transformation when do we need to change and when do we need to transform Mm, that's a very deep question and it could even be spoken in a very philosophical way of thinking and every it can be spoken from many different contexts and spectrums and people will have different views on it which is great but uh, use it the way it works for you (laughs) use it the way it works for you at the end of the day you are in control of how you think and how you act and how does your behavior impact others and that was the question to just popped up to me right now and yes it is a very deep question that maybe us too we can dive deep on our own on when can we use change and when can we use transformation in our lives and at work now what's popping up to me right now is change can be used when let's be more specific to the workplace because that's what we are. We're happy work environment. And we want to talk about that is that we can change work hours and we can change office spaces. Uh, We can change processes like you mentioned earlier, David. So these things can be changed. Now, with these changes that occur, that can create some kind of transformation within the people that work at the organization. So let's give like a small example of changing work hours. So we can change work hours and tell people, listen, you have a choice, you can choose whatever uh, eight hours that you'd like to have and come to work in. Now, this is a change in the hours that people need to come to work. Now, that gives an empowering factor to the people that they get to choose their own hours. And that, from within them, changes how they feel about work. And that can slowly turn into transformation because there's a shift of how we feel. We have more in control and that can bring in a series of innovation, creativity, um, dedication, and all that will create a transformation in the future. I think that's a great example. And, and, it's, and it's so so tangible and so basic and uh... You know, if you are a big organization and, or you're a company and you have hundreds of people working in your organization, different departments, and every single person had to clock in at 8 o'clock or 
I'm sure a lot of people would struggle to do that, right? Because people have different lives, different families, their school runs, all the rest of it. So if organization has decided to say, you know what, listen, guys, in the UK, we have what you call is flexi hours. There are core hours and there are flexi hours, right? Flexi hours means that you can come anytime between 7 to 10.30, right? As long as you can do your uh you know, 35, 40 hours a week. That's what we you get paid for. And that's what you should be doing, right? And the core hours, at least where I work for, were the core hours between 11 o'clock till 12.30 or 1 o'clock or something to that effect. There were just two hours out of eight hours as core hour where you had to be on the premises, Right. Okay, and it worked for everybody really well. And you also said that if an organization hasn't applied this level of flexibility of just changing of coming to work hours, bringing any kind of change, other change would be even difficult because your workers are not feeling good. But because you change the hours just so it could people could fit in, the transformation was already happening. With As you say, the workers are becoming more creative. They can arrive more comfortably. They're not rushed, etc. So these are good things. So change and transformation can work hand in hand. And talking deeper and listening to you, David, it's about like change feels more of changing things and transformation feels more of transforming within, within us. So we want to change things around us to help us transform from within. I think that is super good. That is super good because external changes do a lot of internal work in our life because it's affecting our minds, our emotions, our feelings, everything. Uh, And uh, we are a company that loves to empower the people who work in the organization so they can be very effective, very productive. Uh, They can enjoy the work. They can get job satisfaction. They can say, talk about their work to their family with joy and fun and feel good about it. I'm not ironing out any challenges and anomalies that work business experiences, the natural calamities. And so we're not ignoring them or putting them under the carpet, but your people are already feeling good. They feel more close to the business, to the work that they are doing, right? And that is what I would say is transformation, creating a culture of people who enjoy being where they are when they come to work they enjoy they have fun they could be working there for 20 30 years you know some people don't even stay married as long as they're working you know <laughs> so but we can bring transformation into relationships as well as professionally that's that's what coaches do i think so that's a great example yeah and you know our nature for business is to create happiness within the work environment so it's happiness through those changes and happiness through the transformation that we want to create because like we mentioned earlier change and transformation could feel uncomfortable and we want to bring comfort and with comfort comes joy and happiness into this 
And through different studies and research, and of course, being coaches, we understand what is the subconscious effect of change on us. We always hear that, we always hear at the workplace, like people don't want to change or people don't like change. That's not true. As I said in the beginning, that people do like change. They like to go to different places, meet new people, eat different foods, listen to different music, and so on. So we want to tackle that subconscious reaction to change. And that's what we do as Happy Work Environment. Work on that subconscious reaction because there is something about change that people don't like. And that is like through the research is people don't like to be changed themselves. And what I've read is that because there is a comparison to the past that I wasn't good enough and I need to be better. I need to be faster. I need to be smarter. And that is putting pressure on our subconscious. Mm. You know, yes, it's great. Of course, it's great to be better and grow. And that's why it is very important that we really look into the subconscious of people when it comes to change within the organization and the subconscious of people when it comes to transformation as well. And we want to be like guides and holding hands and helping organizations and the people within these organizations when they're going through uh, changes within the organization and when they want to achieve a transformation. And that could be like a cultural transformation within the organization. Uh, Lana, I just wanted to quickly add something or maybe just echo your point. Uh, one line you said was about people don't like change. I, and I, I hear this a lot, right? Nobody likes change. People are afraid of change. And I, I just want to bust this myth if possible, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and Bust uh, it with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me tell you something. Because the word has gone gone out for years and decades and everybody's echoing the word, nobody likes change, people don't like change. And there is a good reason. And my philosophical thinking, or if I have to just put a rationale around this to say, people don't want to be forced into changing into something that they don't want, right? If you force somebody to be something that they don't want to be, and kids show this very quickly when they're young, right? You tell, you know, change up. No, no. So as adults in an organization, the, 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 the word is out there. People don't like change. And people have kind of conditioned their heads to think that way. But I said, recondition your head again to say, what are you changing for? Why are you changing to achieve what, right? If you've got these three things in your mind, then talk to people because a lot of the time change happens from the top, cascaded down to the funnel and tunnels of all leadership roles. And then it's presented to the people, to the masses. They said, we weren't even consulted about this, right? So there is a way to bring change, but it needs to be communicated with an objective, with a purpose. Get everybody on board. You know, and I will campaign for this as long as I live because if you're not going to involve your your organization into big decisions that affects everybody, you know, and if it's just made within the four walls of a boardroom, I'm sorry, but that's not going to work. And that's what I rebelled against for years. But that's in the past. I'm saying the true transformation will happen <laughs> when things will not be discussed just within the four walls, right? Mm -hmm.
it'll 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 say you know what this is what our company wants to do we are going to change a few things would you like to come on board and help us invite people to have a dialogue and the word change people don't like change and the good reason is because people feel that they're being forced to change into something that they never wanted to they don't think about it and they and they don't see a reason behind it so there is like a a barrier for that they're not resonating to that change they don't and this is where we can use transformational tactic that will help people discuss and have dialogues in order to find a resonance towards this this change or this vision so when a leader or a top ceo creates a vision and there has to be a lot of different changes within the company to achieve this vision then this vision can be shared across all the board like you said not just in four walls across all the board because every single person in this organization is going to play a part in this vision and in order to play a part in this vision they need to feel they need to feel from within them that this is something that they want to they should everybody who is in an organization you use the word vision which was very powerful right if the people are on board with the vision of the company the leadership has outlined a vision and people are on board with that vision for a same purpose same goal they will say we want to see this happen what changes do we need to make so that our company will be transformed and towards the vision that we have so it is like bringing people on board bringing people together is it possible not overnight trust me nothing's going to happen overnight it is going to take time it's going to take step by step approach slow solid solidified agreed steps right clearly laid out for people to see so they know that they are making choices every, all along the way and i'll be brutally honest over here and i say you know what people in an organization who feel like they don't fit there go to places where you feel that you can blossom because there are certain things in an organization can stunt the growth slow things down so i always say plant yourself where you can feel like you're going to blossom if you're in the job that doesn't suit you and if you don't have that vision you don't have the values of the company reconsider reconsider a position the place where you fit because there's room for everyone everywhere somewhere and if you don't reconsider and you don't become aware of your values related to the company values and the company wants to change and you are not willing to change or transform with it then be honest with yourself be true to yourself be good to yourself and you'll be doing good for the others around you Now let's bring this episode to a completion for today. And we want you to just take what we heard about change and transformation. How do you feel about the word change and how do you feel about the word transformation? How does it apply to you personally and how does it apply to you professionally? And if you are a leader in an organization, how does it apply 
to you as a leader and to your team and to your people. I just think that what you've just said is, is amazing because we have given people to go and think about it and reflect, read, reflect and respond, right? To that put the three R's, read. If you're reading something, read, reflect and then respond, right? And in this case, it's LRR. Listen, yeah. reflect, and respond. And we want to hear your responses. So please yes. email us at smile at happyworkenvironment.com. You can connect with us on our website, www.happyworkenvironment.com. And we would love to hear from you. If you like this episode, please share with your colleagues, please share with your friends, with your family. We are here to share information and to talk about wellness at work. So share this wellness, share this good message. And until next time, bye for now.